Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our illustrious Spotlight series. We are in March and we are Ooh. midway and we are doing Heist Month. So we're watching some of the best heist movies and stuff like that. And I'm very excited about this one. Uh, I want to say Taco brought this one up. I want to say it was you. Just about Ocean's or Steve, Eleven. you know, the, the correct Steve, brother. But yeah, which, whichever one. It was one of them. One of them. They like the same stuff. So it's kind of. Fuck you then. I like the same stuff as you too, Dude, asshole. No, you don't you hate a lot of stuff I like? This uh, is true. I don't think that's like, true. I feel like everybody wanted this one though. Like, oh. It's like, an obvious. Effort. It's an obvious choice for. It is. It is a month. very solid yes. heist movie. Talk about later, money wise. It's a very solid movie. But we watched <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. No, not the 1960 version with the Rat Pack and stuff. They actually robbed five casinos in that movie. It was bigger. But uh, no, <laughs> that one was weird. They didn't actually get the money at the end. Got burnt up in a coffin. It was really spoilers weird. for the 1960 one. If you want to watch, I that had weird. Ass. I had plenty of time. Yeah, <laughs> I like to wait. You ain't spoiling a 61 year old movie. I like to wait till 65 years after the movie comes out to watch it. <laughs> what are you doing on this? That's close to accurate. <laughs> He's got a list. He's like, oh yeah, hell yeah, Frankenstein's coming up, baby. Steve just watched wait, the wait, original wait. Doro. He's like, oh, I get it now. Yep. I get, that, I get that. I get that. I get that episode of Wishbone now. Got it. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so uh, Ocean's Eleven. If you haven't seen it, it's a, a very intricate but simple kind of feeling heist movie. Danny Ocean. He is a very, very smart man. Uh, his character is kind of like a lot of the people in some anime that Steve does not like. He's very smart, and he has all the problems oh. fixed up. He's like, the ha-ha, I wanted you to do that because I was going to do this. He's yeah. a very smart guy. OP intelligence. Yeah, very. Uh, and uh, the director, Steven Sodenberg, he actually wanted to make a movie where people didn't get murdered or hurt. So, like, honestly, every no one gets really hurt in this movie like like Danny Ocean gets punched seriously a couple injured. times yeah no one gets seriously injured yeah he wanted to make a movie that just kind of he Steven wanted to do a story that just kind of led you to the end and you just enjoyed the ride and you weren't like oh no like oh he's dead what are they gonna do it was just like everybody's fine just we just want to steal some money so uh that van blowing up with the hooker ads could have been kind of dicey though if they got too close <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's- they were watching it the whole time now they weren't gonna let them get <laughs> hey what about what about where homeboy smashes his hand? I mean, yeah. kind of the worst thing that happened. So. Clearly an accident, D-Pal. Nobody got shot. There was no <laughs> real violence in this movie. Oh, well, shit. He could have blown up, too, when they're blowing the ball. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> he scuttled off. He's tiny. He got behind something. But guess what, Daniel? He didn't. So not a whole yeah, lot. Of so that's not violence. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, like always, uh, we'll explain the story for Ocean's Eleven, and we'll go over favorite and least favorite characters. I'm very excited for that, because I feel a lot of us are going to pick the same person, so uh, we're going to diversify our bonds and talk about other people. So uh, this is Ocean's Eleven. So Danny Ocean, he gets released from prison while he's talking to the parole people in New Jersey about just uh, what's he going to do when he gets out, and he just kind of smiles, and and they ask him, like, how did you get to this situation? He's like, well, my ex-wife and all this situation and stuff. And so, and he's like, I'll be good when I leave. Psych. Uh, first thing he does, he goes to Atlantic City. He meets his friend, Frank. And he uh, he's talking to him to try to find his right-hand man, Rusty. 
Yeah. His Ramon. name was Ramon Escalante, sir. That's a pretty sweet ass name. I'm not gonna Escalante. lie. Escalante. <laughs> <laughs> it's a badass name. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Ramon. I was like, damn, you don't look like a Ramon at all, sir, but that's a sweet ass name. Casinos. Can't get by the game. It's, much, it's much better than Ron Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ron, Mexico. <laughs> okay, so to find Rusty, he heads out to LA, Hollywood. And so, uh, Rusty, it's Brad Pitt. And so he's out there tr- uh, teaching Hollywood stars to play poker. And it's like all these like CW stars. And so, Katie and I, we were giggling because it's all the people from some of our favorite shows. Yeah. Um, Eric Foreman from That 70 Show. And oh boy from Seventh Heaven, the oldest brother from Seventh Heaven, and Shane Chick- West from A Walk to Remember. That's uh, what you remember him from? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, else he's is his name like Paisy from fucking Dawson's Creek or something like that? Yeah, uh, uh Lee Extraordinary. Oh Gentleman. yeah, Joshua Jackson from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> she said, Marty Conway. He wasn't he wasn't Mighty Ducks? Holy shit! Yeah, he oh my was Charlie. <laughs> he was a Charlie Conway. Yeah. Away. Fuck Dawson's Creek. He was fucking Charlie Conway. <laughs> so. Um, they actually con all of them out their money because they don't really care about their money out there. And Danny tells his buddy, Rusty, that he has a plan and he has a big scheme. And he's like, I want to rob Terry Benedict. And he's like, oh, the guy that owns the three casinos in Vegas? He's like, yeah, I got an idea to rob all three of his casinos. And he's like, that's a really stupid ass idea. No one's gotten any type of close. He's like, yeah, but I'm stupid like a fox and so uh i will say he is very charismatic that smile on him he's a terrible batman but that smile can get a lot of people to do really dumb stuff who can we do talk this? about the best batman movie of all time danny now. ocean who is this you've not said his who, who played danny We're talking about George the Clooney? entire time thanks yeah. for calling me out because i could not remember his name yeah Thank you, you. <laughs> so you said danny ocean like every time i was like <laughs> i didn't know what Clooney. fucking name i was trying to get keep moving george clooney or george clooney i'm yeah. gonna forget it again i'm calling danny so i don't know how you forget the name but okay but he put together the ER. squad and in a awesome heist movie there's certain components that you need they didn't have a heavy, like a big dude that punches stuff, but he pops up later. But uh, they get their financer, Ruben Tishkoff. Mm. Uh, he's he's a rival uh, casino owner, and he actually hates Terry Benedict. And so that's the reason he's like, oh, I'll give you guys money if you all can screw him over. This plan is like near impossible, but fuck it. Like, go ahead and do it. And so uh, they pick up uh, the Malloy? Malloy? Malloy. Malloy, Malloy boys. Brothers. And so it's uh, Casey Affleck and uh, the dude, he's in Hawaii. Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn. Huh? Yeah, Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn. James Kahn's son. Yeah, yeah, he's in that new Hawaii Five O show. That's pretty good. New. Pretty but, sure uh, that show ended like three years ago. <laughs> so, uh, I thought it was still the going. newer. He's uh, in the newer. Well, it's still good. I like that song. He's in that new show, ER. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Er. I think it's Earth. Er. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fun fact, it was supposed to be Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson. They were going to be the brothers, but they it didn't work out for them. And so I was kind of sad because that would have actually been funny. They're actually brothers. And hilarious. And they'd have wow. been annoying. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the uh, electronics guys, Livingston Dell Demolitions is a very shitty <laughs> Cockney accent. 
from our boy. I love I love Dom Chadle's attempt at that accent. It's great. Yeah. It's it's terrible. The <laughs> British it's, Iron Patriot. It's fantastic. And then uh, the Grease Man. Basher. It, well, no, his that's his, his like, nickname. Nickname, yeah. Yeah, Basher okay. Tar. Uh, their Livingston Dell was the was the computer guy, right? Yeah, yes. Livingston yeah, Dell was the... yeah. Yes, I think. Like Dell computers, get it? Wait, <laughs> what? No, you're confused. No, he said it right. He said Livingston Dell is the electronics, and then he said Basher is demolition. He got oh, it right. Okay. Like I heard you, Otis. Don't worry, they're dumb. Yeah, it just kind of ran together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it ran, ran together. together. It did. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't put a pause between that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is a fucking nightmare to edit. <laughs> Enjoy, crazy. motherfucker! Oh, yeah, sucks! Then leave it in, bud. Leave yeah. it in. Hey, who cares? Not... It's organic. You suck. Okay. Yeah, uh, got him. Uh, they pick up a circus acrobat. His name is Yen. He's their grease man. And so I was trying to figure out what the fuck that title means. Is just, Katie was like, probably just somebody can fit somewhere and do all the cool shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you he can get in like he's covered in grease. <laughs> you can't catch him. Scoot off real quick. Grease me up, woman. He has to get, get in the Okie dokie. They pick up an old con man. He seemed to be enjoying his life of not being a con man, but they're like, nah, man, we got this, this one big thing. And he's like, my heart. He's like, ah, fuck it. You'll be fine, Saul. And so Saul, he's a, he's a good dude. And then they pick up Linus Caldwell. He is a pickpocket and like an accomplished shadow he's really good at just like staying like a perfect distance away and watching you and just figuring out everything that you do uh fun fact his dad his name was bobby caldwell mm-hmm. yeah and i was like <laughs> yeah yeah good time. i don't get that, that joke do, you should explain it do for love yeah that's that's well, you tried everything that's bobby caldwell, caldwell. that's our that's, that's our, our song, song. <laughs> when i heard bobby uh, caldwell i was like oh Hey, who who plays him? Who's the actor that plays Lance? Matt Damon. Everyone's favorite film actors guild member. Yep. Matt Damon. I'm not gonna gonna say it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, he gets everybody together. Hey, it's 11 people. Hooray. The plan, they're gonna rob Benedict's vault. So he keeps all this money from the three casinos in one vault. And they're going to rob him the night of a big boxing match. Klitschko, I think I said right, versus Lennox Lewis. Yep. When I saw Lennox Lewis, I was like, is that actually Lennox Lewis? And I'm like, yes. holy shit. And, and it was actually Klitschko as well. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Got them to, I don't know, stand in front of each other for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Kind of shit. Was that before the fight where Lennox just kept rubbing his fucking cornrows in that cut on Klitschko and they had to call the fight because of it? Yeah. That was a shitty fight. I think so. Okay. So um, at this point, when they're planning the the heist, there's tons of steps they have to do. Uh, they pick up the fucking EMP bomb because other things happen. They actually make a replica vault for Yen to flip in because there's this like impossible like backwards fucking flip he has to do to a seated position to get through the room because he can't touch the floor to set up the bombs it, it's very intricate very ridiculous <laughs> well they they build the vault just to practice in general they don't build the yeah. vaults just for that but just yeah. to practice because it's the most highly secure vault like ever conceived by man as he says. <laughs> i love all these heist movies like oh yeah who's the strongest security i'm like god damn really just <laughs> like a hundred million dollars like shit 
Mm-hmm. Casinos don't play, man. They really do not play. <laughs> and so uh, Saul impersonates an arms dealer, a Russian arms dealer, uh, to get closer to Terry Benedict. Uh, Jerry Garcia. No, Jerry Garcia? No. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, Andy. Whoa. Andy. 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 Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Andy Terry Garcia was the guitar player for Grateful Dead. <laughs> See, that's Andy. what I get. That's what I get. I ain't saying no one's real fucking name, but they kept picking at me. To say it, and I try to say one, and I fuck up. You, you did say it. people's real name. You did say people's real names. You just picked like, and choose which ones you wanted to fucking say because you don't know. Guido, I apologize. I actually wrote notes for this episode. It's all of this out. It's. it's I, and I'm, what am I no. putting in? <laughs> it's no, all bad. You have, to, <laughs> you have to leave it in. It's great. It's terrible. Okay. Let's just start from the very beginning. It's organic. Girl, I'll read this by my goddamn self and put it in. No, that's too much work. <laughs> I ain't doing that. It's organic. Yep. Please continue. Shows the camaraderie we have because we pick on yes. you. And it's it sucks. Some days I don't write notes at all, and I do better. That's what makes it shit. popular around the world. <laughs> okay. So, organic. Uh, Danny's ex-wife Tess. She's involved. She actually is dating uh, Mr. Benedict, and it doesn't seem like they actually. It's going that well. She doesn't. He doesn't seem to. Well, there's too many cameras around. He doesn't want to show that they're together. It was a really weird situation, but he also seems like a douche. So yeah, help he seemed really douchey. Cool. So, Jorge Garcia. Yes, Jorge huh? Garcia. <laughs> Jorge Garcia. So towards uh, this movie's weird. Usually with these heist movies, the the you know the night of the big main event is usually like the third act of it, and then all the bad things happen, and they have to figure it out. But this movie, it's like halfway through when the heist hits, and it's just the buildup of whatever, all the things that they're doing. Uh, it was a really cool one to see it because usually it's like all super flashbacks of everything that they do. And it's like, oh, well, Steve was over here, but he faked his death. And then we dragged his body over there. It's like, bow, 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 and then Steve scoots off. And it's like, oh, holy shit, that's when he did it. And that's when they just did it. <laughs> there were a couple of flashbacks, but it was pretty solid how it goes. So uh, the heist actually starts. Danny is red flagged because he's fucking around with like benedict's like girlfriend and you know talking to her and so uh he can't be involved with the heist and they realize that and they actually have linus be the the setup guy for the uh to get into the vault and he wanted more responsibility but then he gets it and he's all nervous and shit and you know but it's his first giant heist and you know they all could die so uh linus meets up with terry as a Nevada Gaming Commission, I guess, Agent. commission person. And he says that Frank <laughs> is a uh, is a fucking criminal and they hired him. And so it's this very funny scene, probably one of the funniest scenes in this movie where Bernie Mac is, just, I guess they're just buying time. <laughs> well, no, he's trying to get the codes from, because Terry has oh, yes. the, the vault codes on him. So they're yeah. just trying to find a way to get Linus to be able to yeah, get close him. enough. The pickpocket, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome scene. Uh, actually, uh, Andy Garcia, he said there were moments where they had to do some more stuff because Bernie Mac has just kept saying fucked up stuff and he would laugh. Actually, a lot of people would laugh. And so they just had to keep doing that, that scene over and over because he would just say crazy things. Uh, he pulls the race card and it's very awesome because everyone's just like, oh, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> just slows do everybody down. Blowing a smile at you. <laughs> we'll call it white jack. Yeah, might as well call it white jack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I love that when you yeah, suck the teeth. There you go. 
So Linus grabs the security codes from Terry's like jacket because he, all these things happen. And he goes to the vault elevator with Danny. So Danny scoots out because the uh, goons grab him after he talks to Tess one last time. And he's like, you know, you have a good you have a good life. I'm out. Kiss. And he scoots off, which, you know, that smile. He's going to come back. And so the goons grab his ass and they put him in a small room. And then a giant, giant man comes in. He's like, this dude's going to kick your ass for a while. And he's like, oh, no. And then lo and behold, the big scary dude is actually being paid by Danny. And he, like, helps him get out of the room. And then he fakes like he's beating the shit out of Danny for, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, they don't, I don't know how long that time lapse is in that whole situation. But yeah. Yeah. They, they never really specified. Yeah. But those goons just quietly stand there and he's like, yeah, you want some more of that? He's like, oh. he's like, yeah, take another punch. He's just like pushing lockers and shit, making the sounds of a fight. Yeah, slapping his hands together and shit. (laughs) So uh, Uh, the the MP that they stole earlier caused the vault security to shut down. Danny and Linus actually get into the vault after a really cool scene with Yen flipping around and actually could have killed Yen, but they forgot to put the batteries in into the trigger. And so... (laughs) Like, God's on their side, because that man was going to get exploded. Mm-hmm. So they blow up the vault door, and they're like, hey, the money. But then, there's another turn. Rusty calls Terry and tells him, hey, man, uh, we got your money, and we just want half of this, but if you fuck with us, we'll blow up the other half, and then fuck with our half. I don't care. You'll lose all your money tonight, or you just lose half. Like, what you want to do? And he's like, okay, you take it. And so... Money's getting put into a van. It's like automated van. It scoots off and then all the security follows the van because they're going to get that money back. And then he calls for the SWAT team and they come in and he's like, get my money back and you know, kill these dudes. And so on the camera, the three guys are still in the vault getting the money set. And then they jump in. They turn the lights on to what like night vision. And so everything cuts out. And then, oh no, the bombs set off. They actually did booby trap the money. And it explodes. And so the SWAT team's like, my bad, y'all. Like, we didn't do it. You know, it, it got busted up. And then Flourish from WandaVision. Flourish. The gang, they were the SWAT team. And they actually went in and snatched up all the money while the explosion, the audio of them doing it. And they used the recording of the replica vault to put over the real video. And so uh, Terry is like, hey, is the Bellagio like symbol at the bottom of the camera and he's like no and he's like we just put that in he's like we've been just watching the tape this whole time and it's like damn and they got away and they get away with the money and then danny scoots his like ass back into the vents into the room and then he actually gets hit a couple times by the big guy and terry's like where's my money he's like what what like how'd you do it he's like do what man i was getting my ass kicked this whole time he's like he had an alibi so terry lets him go but not before uh, Danny gets Terry to say that he doesn't really care about Tess that much. And if it came down to the money or Tess, he would take the money. And then they have it recorded and they show it to Tess. And they're like, ooh, look at your boyfriend being shitty. Turn it channel 88. And she's like, damn. Damn, he sucks. <laughs> and so Danny gets away. Uh, they do call the cops on Danny because he broke parole, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and it's been so- out of state, yeah. Yeah, he's in another state just doing stuff, smiling. And so he gets put back into prison for three to six months. And so uh, Tess is like, she's like, I'll wait for you this time because I love you, I guess, again. Or I'd never stop loving you. Yeah, well, she only, like, they, 
they divorced because she was mad that he lied to her about being a thief, but she clearly never stopped loving him. It was more so just like you lied to me and you're a fucking criminal, so I'm mad. And right. then she thought about it. She was like, Well, it's not that bad, I guess. Right. Wow, he stole like 160 million dollars. He actually did it. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I'm like, yeah. And so oh. three to six months later, he gets out of prison and Rusty's waiting on him in a very weird <laughs> shut up. God damn it, Dan. <laughs> he has a very weird suit, and Katie brought that up, and then they make a joke about the suit. And so they hop in the car, and Tess is there, and hooray, everything's good. But then Benedict's dudes, his goons, are following him in the car. I wonder if their goons are going to come back. I wonder if Benedict's going to come back in the second movie. Nah. It'll be, it's about something else, probably. But that's Ocean's Eleven. Uh, it's a solid movie. Really, really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's up there in my heist movie, so I'm very excited. So, uh, pretty, pretty all-star all cast. Huh? Pretty all-star oh, cast, too. Yeah, for, for what they did. And like people actually took less money for this to work. And it mm. makes a lot of sense. It, this did amazing. And so mm. it makes sense with part two and three. They get even more people because they're like, oh, people like that kind of shit. Okay, well, we'll just add more people to it. Uh, it just gets bigger and bigger. And it's, it's, it's great. Uh, like I said, heist movies are awesome. So that's really cool. So uh, let's go down the line. Uh, let's see who's everybody's favorite character. Katie. Um, my favorite character was Ruben, the financer. Um, I liked him from the moment he decides to join the team. Basically, George Clooney and Brad Pitt are just like, yeah, we're going to knock off uh, Benedict's um, casinos. And Saul has a complete, or not Saul, Ruben has a complete face turn. And he's like, oh, you're going to fuck over Benedict? Let me get in on that. Like, I wasn't going to join you before, but I'm here for it because fuck that guy. He is super petty and I loved him. And he did a really good job at playing both sides. Like he was part of the heist team, but he was also like a regular casino owner and just like played along played it cool like there's no way that anyone would have ever assumed he was part of anything bad because he was there for all the major events that he should have been with benedict like doing the whole thing so i really liked his character um tago uh my favorite character was frank or bernie <laughs> mac. yeah bernie mac uh i really liked that he was like the kind of inside guy who and that he he was basically like a setup to grab attention and he played that really well <laughs> when he got taken into the the office and they were telling him like oh yeah he's an ex-con and he's his real name is <laughs> not ramon escalante, yeah, ramon escalante. <laughs> it's a it's just a funny ass name and then yeah him doing the race card bit was really funny. <laughs> Smile at you, shine shoes, do it on the table for you. <laughs> you definitely won't let me deal the cards. Yeah. Might as well call it white jack. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it, it was really funny. It was really well played. I I like uh, I like Frank. So that was that was definitely my favorite character. Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> my favorite character is also Bernie Mac's role. Um, the the whole race card bit it reminds me of when I was still working retail and if I felt like 
any of my bosses or shift leaders had this inflated sense of authority, I would kind of kind of mock them without them knowing it by talking to them in slave voice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Greg. Yeah, but the beauty of it is they had no idea what's, that's what I was doing, though. <laughs> I was gonna get it. I, I, I was gonna get it right now, so I'm going. They didn't Damn. realize that well, you had some oblivious ass people. I know that's what made it so much fun, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like Otis mentioned earlier when we were texting. That's that's something we probably would definitely pull at some point in our lives when we just get old enough to where we just do not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love that part when he's yeah when he's leaving he's cracker and he just oh dear god <laughs> cracker you better talk to him <laughs> the man he says we at the NGC have always been uh, advocates of hiring the people of color oh no <laughs> yeah that that scene's by far for me my favorite scene so. Based on that scene alone, he's my favorite. Also, enjoy how he managed to get thousands of dollars knocked off of vans by just a handshake. He was crushing, that, and he was crushing that man's hand. He yeah, just scared him. Scared him like he <laughs> <all> his money. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you, you got soft hands. You got soft, <laughs> you hands. soft hands here, you know? I've tried everything in the book, you know? But I just can't get my hands soft. <laughs> everyone obviously this is a collection of cons in order to pull off the heist but for me my favorite portion of the cons is anything that frank was doing and that's an that's an that's an all-time fake name too what is it getting ramon escalante yes escalante that's a sweet ass name i'm gonna have to borrow that sometime in my (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna find some setting to have to borrow that wally go ahead Favorite character was uh, Linus. Um, it, we're, we're only talking about this one movie, but there are three of them, and uh, it continues on. That trend continues on through all three movies, where Linus always thinks like he's finally made it into the inner circle, and then he finds out they cut him out of that yeah. inf- that important information. So he thinks he's doing like in the movie, like he's following Danny, right, getting collecting information. And then at the end, he finds out like they wanted Danny to get flagged. They wanted Danny to be the distraction so that they could rob you know, <coughs> those casinos while Terry Benedict, Benedict was focused on Danny. And Linus doesn't find any of that out until afterwards. He's like, oh, shit. Well, you just could have just you could have told me. Yeah. And like, eh. And Where's then the they, <laughs> they, they pull, pull it again in the Matsui meeting in the second movie. Yep. Um, yeah, they just and then they involve his parents in the third one, I think. Well, no, his no. mom, his mom is in the second one. His dad is in the third. Yeah. So they, they just keep going like up over his head and he keeps well, the-, <laughs> the way I always looked at it, it was because he was like, why didn't you just tell me? He was like, where's the fun in that? It was like, because Rusty and Danny are friends with his dad. Yeah. So they, they just fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, but he does get more responsibilities as the movie goes along. He does. He does. And, and they yeah, do, I, it's, it's clear that they respect his talent. They just like fucking with him because he's they're, their yeah, friend's kid. They're, they're not disrespectful to him, but yeah. they don't really bring him all the way into the circle. <laughs> They're always just kind of screwing with him, like little brother stuff. Yep. So um, I, I like I like Linus because he wants to be important and he tries really hard to be important and be inside these inner circles with Danny and Rusty and just never happens for him. It's pretty funny to watch. Uh, Daniel, have you gone? No, sir. 
Okay, go ahead. Uh, my favorite character. Uh, it's kind of hard in this movie because uh, there are a lot of people in here I like, but I have to go with Basher <clears throat> because yep. honestly, I think he's just in it just to just to be a bad guy. Because because when they first because when uh, Danny and Rusty first go pick him up, he's getting arrested because a heist went awry because the guys that were with him didn't set didn't uh, cancel the alarms, didn't get the alarms turned off. So as soon as he steps into the fucking vault, the alarm goes off in that bank. And, and then as he's arrested, Rusty hands him a couple of things to make a bomb. And he's like, oh, it's done. Let's go. And one of my favorite lines is when they're walking away, he's like, ah, it'd be great to work with proper villains again. It, it's almost like he wants to be just like a supervillain, like a cartoon supervillain or something. Yeah. And then just the way he's smart with explosives and shit. Like the guy took plastic explosives and turned them into diamonds. And uh, also another favorite scene of mine is when he sets off the EMP. He, he grabs his jewels because he didn't know what's going on. He, oh, he covers his junk and yeah, like kind of like, junk, yeah, like kind winces. of the squat. Uh. Yeah, he's like wincing and pushes the button. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, that was, yeah, that was a real funny scene too. Um, but yeah, just you know, and then Don Cheadle himself, just like like y'all said, that accident was horrible. It was great. It was horrible in the in the sense that he knew it was bad, so he just went with it. And yeah, I'm Cheadle. Uh, Otis. I went with Rusty. I enjoy a good right-hand man in a movie because usually they do more work than the main guy. And in this one, it seemed like Rusty like unofficially was the leader. And he told Danny that is if this whole heist is about Tess and you getting her back, I'm fucking out, man. Like, you know, he, he knows. And they usually know the weaknesses of everybody. He knows Danny can't do shit when Tess is involved. And he's like, dude, this is going to fall apart. I don't want to fucking go to prison or die because of this. Uh, Rusty's really, really cool, really cool dude. Uh, that wig when he was a doctor was terrible, but it was also <laughs> funny at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you need a doctor. I was like, oh, that doesn't even look he wears, right. He wears that other terrible rig, uh, wig when he's the scientist in the third one. Yep. <laughs> it's terrible. And that but mustache. No. <laughs> But no, Rusty's amazing, but I always like that that character because usually they do a lot of work and they don't talk as much because the main guy has all the cool lines. Kind of like Jay and Tom about Tom Bob's just there doing all the good Rusty. shit. Oh, but Rusty talks a lot in this movie. Red yeah. Pitt has I think has more lines than George Clooney in this movie. Yeah, but George Clooney does that smile, and that smile is like a million words. So uh Steve. Um I'm kind of split because I really do like Basher. Basher, like Don Cheadle terrible cockney accent it's just it's great uh but i'm gonna have to go with rusty as well um i mean damn near every scene is in he's eating like that dude snacks and that carries through all the movies he's always just got something in his hands just eating it mm-hmm. um but i just i dislike him because like you said he's kind of the unofficial leader and they even acknowledge that in the later movies they're like if you got a problem who you go to rusty danny danny is the like that comes up with the plan rusty's the one that handles everything else basically yeah, yeah. um and I just, one of my favorite scenes is the two of them when they're trying to decide if they need an, an extra person and they're just watching the preview for the fight and Rusty's just got his hands. He's just like laying on his on his hands on the bar and Danny's, you know, is like, you think we need another person? Yeah, you think we need another person. And he doesn't, he doesn't move, he doesn't say anything. He just keeps watching the TV, just ignoring Danny. Uh, but no, nah, I just, I really like Brad Pitt in this movie. He's awesome. And he's got a weird tattoo on his hand that I don't understand why they gave him that, but it's just I, I I noticed it the last time I watched it, and I was like, "Huh, look at that!" But yeah, Rusty's my favorite in this movie, followed closely by Basher. 
just because he's got some funny lines, especially when Matt Damon jumps off the roof of the when he fucks up oh inside the God, when yeah. they're stealing the pinch and he fucks up and he jumps on the roof and then he goes around the front. He's like, "You stupid bastard!" in like a terrible <laughs> English accent. <laughs> he's just yelling for no reason. So yeah, those two are my he, favorite. When he tells them they're in Barney, deep Barney. Yeah, and they ever just like, what? Barney Rubble trouble. Trouble, yeah. Trouble. Like no, nobody, nobody would have gotten that. You goddamn Brit, get out of here. <laughs> uh, I think it's everybody, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's do least favorite characters. Katie. I didn't like the brothers in this movie. They, oh, they do so much work, though. Yeah, they, they did they, do a lot of work, but they just, I don't know. They were like a no, like when that's brothers when they spoke, they were just annoying. That's brothers. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. So <laughs> I deal with a I lot did. of brothers. It's very much a brother thing. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. It didn't make them any less. Like, oh, yeah. No, they're likeable. annoying as fuck. Like, <laughs> but they're, it's funny annoying, but they're annoying. They yeah. were annoying as fuck. And like no one in the rest of the group wanted to be left with them, like because they were just fucking obnoxious and annoying. Like Matt Damon literally <laughs> just is like, Are you fucking kidding me? I got to stay in the car with these guys. And I feel that like he, they were super annoying and neither one of their characters got enough of like a backstory. Like there was, there was no explanation. It was just like, they're good at driving. Now they're part of the team and everyone else got a little bit of background. Like, Oh, you know, he is really good at bombs and he's been doing this, or he's a Chinese acrobat and he's part of this show and we get to see him do his thing. And the other guys, they're just like, what racing a tiny fucking <laughs> truck versus a real life truck like that That's that wasn't crazy. fucking plot like that was so stupid i don't know there's their whole they're... their whole part was just like kind of dumb and i wish they had gotten they're the only two people that i don't really know from anything else like uh, the only two people that were part of this team that i hadn't really seen in anything else like oh, Casey Casey Affleck didn't really pop onto the scene for another like 15 years after this movie so yeah, it was like he did. He's done a lot of stuff since, but this is one of yeah. his like first big, bigger yeah movies. Well, like, and I, I didn't even recognize his name until like I haven't. I don't even think besides this set of movies, I don't think I've heard of Casey Affleck doing anything until what he got big in Gone Girl. Like that was like uh, five years ago. Of, he's done a lot of indie movies. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. But like, everyone knows who George Clooney is, and Matt Damon, and Brad Pitt, and like, the list goes on and on. All of these people did, you know, a ton of things, and they were just like, meh. I don't know. Uh, Greg, Marley's favorite character is Tess, and I don't know if it's it's probably not necessarily because of Julia Roberts herself, but. How the, how the character is written stop depot jesus <laughs> um but how the character is written so you're you're mad at danny you divorced danny because he lied about being a thief there is nothing that he does within this plot that redeems him in your eyes off of the cause for the divorce yet just because he showed you how shitty of a person Bennett was. Did I say Bennett? Was it Bennett? It was Benedict. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. That, that felt wrong saying it. Just because he showed you how bad of a person and bad of a, a boyfriend Benedict was 
all of a sudden you're just good with everything and it's like no it's my husband i'll wait for you no oh my god no no it just it just didn't it just didn't translate very well to me i thought it was just kind of sloppily thrown together where all of a sudden she's just okay well you suck no that's my husband i'm okay with everything all of a sudden even though it's five minutes ago i was not okay with you lying about being a thief i just it didn't work for me I didn't, I didn't think they, that was not well executed to me as far as the plot. Like, there has to be some sort of, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm glad they didn't try to take the time to actually have her redevelop feelings because that's not what this film is about. I think it was more so she never stopped and she was just really mad. And I then, guess. And then when they met up again, she was like, oh, that's right. I do love you. And oh, my boyfriend's a piece of shit. Mm, okay. I guess, but it, it was, was it was definitely underdeveloped. I will agree with you on that. Though. Now that I, I, I didn't thing. want it to be developed because I don't want the movie to be about that. So just don't make perhaps don't do that at all. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Got to have a real reason for doing it other than I just want money. Because Brad Pitt even says he was like, "Why are you doing this? And don't say money." And I was like, "They don't need the money." Well, from his perspective, okay, but I just they could have they could have done it a little differently with her. I don't know. I don't know. It's just maybe they could have tipped off a bit more that she clearly still had feelings for him throughout it, as opposed to all of a sudden it's like, oh, I forgive you. Oh no, no, come back. I'll wait for you. Yeah, yeah like that two was a hours. So they need. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily needed more time to develop that. Just mm-hmm. let on when they're having their conversations multiple times throughout the film. Just let on a bit more that she, you know, is willing to forgive. I guess. As opposed to at the at the buzzer beat buzzer beater forgiveness. Anyway, just was just was not well executed. Yeah, to me, it felt like her character like got back with him now that he's rich. Like she knew that he completed the job, and now he's got you know eighty million dollars or one hundred sixty million dollars. Hey, I love you again because you're fucking rich. Like, okay, bitch, why? Hey, hey, you already went stealing other people's thunder. No, I'm just agreeing with Greg. <laughs> I'm not saying she's my least favorite, but I agree with the fucking plot. I know, but you're you stealing other people's thunder with plot points. Bitch, I'll fight you. Ooh. Uh, that being said, go ahead, Steve. Uh, yeah, my least favorite is probably Tess. Uh, not even because of what Katie said. Uh, just kind of what Greg said, but also like her character was just kind of... <sighs> eh. No. <laughs> She gets better in the later movies because they give her more to do and <laughs> more more acting. But this one, she was just kind of she's not as stiff in the other one either. Yeah, she's really she doesn't. She's very stiff in this, and she's just like I said, just kind of meh throughout the throughout this whole one. So yeah, she's my least favorite, partially because of what Greg said, and partially because I think she could have done a better job with the line she had doing more acting. But so I'm gonna go with Taco. <sighs> well, my least favorite is also Julia Roberts in this movie. Uh, Eating this poor lady up, man. <laughs> well, everybody else is so good, and like her so in this great. movie is not. It's just, it's, uh, you know, it could, they could have put in any, they could have put in any woman, any actress, any actor to, to do her part. Uh, she didn't bring anything special. I felt and 
She's got lips like a lizard, so it's kind of like, yeah. She's real toothy. Toothy. Uh, yeah. Toothy, yes. Shark mouth. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I, like I said, she did like nothing about it is real special about that role, so it just kind of falls flat. Meh. I mean, you barely even need it, so you know, it's fine. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. Enjoy her. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Um. Also, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, it fits the themes. Um. It's kind of like you have to take Danny's word for it. Like why Tess is so special. Like goes through a lot of trouble to damn get FaceTime with her. You gotta kind of gotta take his word for it. It's real. It fits the theme of the movie. It's real mysterious and ambiguous. It's like why is this so important to him? Um, and even the way she delivers her lines in her defense fits the character. She's pissed. She's not really happy to see him. She loves him, but she's like, why are you here to fuck up my very organized life again? You know, I care about you, and so this is messing with me. She's annoyed. Uh, so the delivery of the lines kind of works, too, in her defense. I just didn't it, I, I didn't enjoy that part of the movie. Anytime she was on the screen, I was like, it's the part where I'm like, I play with my phone, or because I, I don't I don't really care what's happening there. Uh, if you like, removed her character, you probably wouldn't even notice it. You could have probably stitched that together and done something else and made the whole thing work anyways, just as well. You can annoy Terry yes. some other way. The only yes. reason she was important was because she had a phone in her pocket that Danny put there. there well, could've... anybody could have put a phone on Benedict at any point. So, Right. Wasn't a huge part. I liked later on down the series. I know we're just talking about this movie. Yeah, I agree. She yeah. gets better. She yes. gets better. She's, yeah. There's They give her different stuff to do, and she kind of is not an ice block anymore because she's back with Danny, and she lightens up a little bit. And the whole character just seems... To flow better, uh, but in this movie, eh, could have done without it. Don't really care for it. Um, glad that they kept her around and brought her back and opened that character up a little bit. That was cool. But then they introduced another fucking test in the second one. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they replaced one test with another. Um, yeah, test least favorite character. Uh, not uh, not even close for me. Uh, who hasn't gone? Deep Daniel and Otis. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Daniel. You can lead a horse to water. She can't make a drink. God damn it. Livingston Dell. on that. <laughs> Livingston no, Dell, huh? Livingston Dell is my least favorite character in this movie. I, he, I also feel like you could have put anybody else, another, any sweaty guy in there and had him play the part. He was sweaty. He's very sweaty. Like, well, like I could have seen that being Tony Shalhoub. You can't do a heist without an IT guy. Shut up, I didn't say that. You didn't like you didn't like the actor. Yeah, but I also feel like you need an IT guy, but you, you could have got a more confident IT guy. And yes, because I, I, I know IT guys. You guys are confident gentlemen. I'm dripping with swag. Yeah, I, but it's not it, but they need they need somebody. <laughs> They the need only, somebody that's a nervous little. The only, yeah, the only reason I disagree with that, Deepow, is because I've already seen the overconfident, full of himself IT guy Swordfish. hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah, the guy yeah. who's like, the guy who's like, I can, I can hack the White House, no problem. Just give me five minutes in a, a cherry soda. Like just saying, <laughs> you're too confident, way too cocky, and you're like, no, no, no. Hey. He, he was good. He was good at what he did, but I just he, I could have done without the like neurotic like. 
fucking right. next time they'll put in fucking Hugh Jackman and he'll fucking spin in his chair with his <laughs> black lights. Yeah, do you want? <laughs> would you rather have that guy? <laughs> Uh, no, it just it didn't like everybody else is so smooth and cool and fucking. And that's why they needed they. That's why they added a character that yeah. doesn't. He uh, clashes with the rest of their competence. Yeah, even even I, Saul I, was even Saul was smooth as this, shit. It's Deep House opinion. I'm just true. I'm just saying I, as it, it, he because he would have been, but he didn't. He didn't like the the, the twitchiness. I was like, but they need yeah, that as I, kind I, of just it brings a different dynamic to the crew. If everyone is cool and confident, it's like. No, right. Nothing if gets it's, done. If it's, if it's Idris Elba, you're like, all right, well, okay. So they're all fucking gorgeous men, and they just fucking walk around in suits, and everybody's no, no, confident. You, I'm not slave. saying it had to be. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to say it had to be <laughs> really good. Like I said, it could have been Tony Shalhoub or fucking who else was little. Well, if you put Tony Shalhoub in a movie and he's not a twitchy little wiener, <laughs> you're not you're not casting correctly. Livingston got, made me feel got, like I could have been in the crew. He yeah, exactly. Got goddamn Stifler, or not Stifler, uh, Shermanator from goddamn American Pie. That <laughs> I'd watch views in this. <laughs> give me, give me some a little more Weasley and less sweaty in there. We're but good. The, it's the, the actor isn't the reason he was sweaty, man. That was the part that he's from, playing. Uh, Billy I just didn't like him. He was, he was rather spare. Ah, he'd be a he'd be a good IT guy. Um, I guess it's Otis. Yeah, it's me. I. If you've listened to this podcast for the, I don't know, two years we've been doing this, I enjoy a good villain. It's usually my favorite character because the villains can do anything. They can do good things. They can do bad things. Good guys are stuck. They can only do cool stuff. They do too much bad stuff. They're bad. But uh, the villain in this movie, Terry, I don't know. It Maybe it was just him trying to not lose his cool. He didn't, he didn't have very Harry. much emotion. He was not. He didn't. He didn't bring a lot of emotion to this part. Yeah, Andy Garcia. Yeah, and yeah. it just. I didn't like that. Even like when they had the money, he's like, "Oh, run and hide. Just do that for me." And Rusty should have been on the phone, like, "Okay." <laughs> like, there's nothing scary about that. You don't know who I am. Fuck you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eat my bullet. Out. I'm gonna buy a big monster truck tomorrow. You know? But it just. He wasn't a scary bad guy, and they played him like a fucking like fiddle for. However long in real time that heist was, I assume it was maybe. They took his girl. Yeah, took everything from him. Motherfuckers broke. Box match didn't even happen. And it, <laughs> everything's shit got blowed up. Cars exploded. Prostitute horse pictures everywhere. It was, no very, girlfriend. it was very Sam Rothstein. He's supposed to be, yeah, he's supposed to be like a stone cold fucking, yeah. like basically a killer. Yeah, a killer but without the killing. Just, uh, they do the killing though. I, 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 casino, I, I, casino, casinos are fucking. Yeah, they're scary places. I, I understand yeah, that. But see, even even what's his name says that Benedict will, will kill you and then go to work on you. Yeah, and then he'll screw over your whole oh, family he, and stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> he just I don't he know. shut down his brother, that one guy's brother-in-law's tractor. Fuck yeah. company. <laughs> but just going off of this movie, he looked like a wiener. I know later on. No, he still looks like he still looks like a wiener. But yeah, it's just you know they try to make him a little more dangerous. I think mascots and shit. Yeah, (laughs) it just I don't know. He wasn't a good bad guy, but this movie, in a heist movie, honestly, time is the real villain of it because everything has to work just right. So you don't need someone just like I'm gonna destroy everything. Like, nah, man, we're trying to get this. 
perfect thing to be perfect. So and they and most high school movies usually have somebody turn on the group, which this one also. Yes, does. that's usually what happens. Someone's like, "Oh, I got paid off," <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we knew you were gonna do that, so fuck you." And he's like, "No," yeah. Or they're just like, "Oh no," I was like, "Hey, we got a hundred million dollars." Nah, I got a hundred million dollars. Well, t- right. Terry, Terry does turn on the group. When he becomes a part of it at some That's point. That's a 13, though. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> he becomes a part of it, and then he does try to fuck them over. Yeah, and then they see it coming, and then he looks like a wiener right. again. <laughs> We're like, that we screwed up. Like, An overcoat ago. and scarf-wearing wiener. Yeah. Right. Maybe we shouldn't like fully trust this man. It's <laughs> Vegas, bro. Not Andy fucking wiener Garcia. Not Nebraska or, or fucking Colorado in the winter. <laughs> like Room temperature, brother. Calm down. It's right. cold in the Isn't that all sweaty and stinky? Got that <laughs> okay so let us do oh uh, this movie's great you check it out seriously don't go off of my uh synopsis which was horrible and like i'm on crack it's actually a really mm. good movie uh there's a lot to it twists and turns and stuff uh just about everybody in the movie did great uh, except tess with uh with our group but uh it's solid it's very solid everyone has a part to play and they moderately play it right so uh let's do seven word synopsis I have two of them, so I'll go first. Uh, you might as well call it White Jack. I heard that. I giggled. I wrote it down. And then <laughs> setting off a weird bomb, cover your balls. Uh, nope. 100%. If I was standing in front it's of EMP up. and it's like charging up, actually, I would have turned and like blocked my shit. Well, he kind of scrunched up too. Yeah, he scrunched <laughs> up and turned when he was on his nuts. He, yeah, he. As if that was really going to do anything. Look, man, Greg. <laughs> hey, if you hear something, if you hear something going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a fucking proton pack in Ghostbusters. Everybody moved away from it. They were yep. still stuck in the elevator with it, but they're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's just it's all you can do, Greg. Is just just move move your shit a little. Just oh shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, who's not typing right now, Greg? <laughs> Steve's hyping. Okay. Yeah, I actually did mine in advance for a change. Okay, so I got four. All time fun felonies in Sin City. Hey. I cannot think of a funner crime I've ever witnessed. <laughs> they look like they just had an absolute ball. Um, X is reunited with a side of 11 million. Uh, was it like 13, I think, is what they walk away from? With a side of 13 million. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next one with a question mark. Danny Ocean did it for the alimony. <laughs> if you think about it, if for some reason that whole thing doesn't work, he's still divorced. He probably got to still pay up a little bit, so he's just got a little money for the alimony. Right, alimony. Right, I'm done with you. Well, actually, we never got married again, so <laughs> he just killed himself. Alimony. Alimony. <laughs> I did think about that. And my last and favorite, the the uh, the NGC is racist. Black dealers matter. <laughs> Did you not hear him? He said we at the NGC don't, you know, we, we support colored. Oops. <laughs> you better talk to him. Braga. <laughs> Yeah, just that flip when he flips his hand, sucks his teeth. He's mad there at you him. Go. He's like, to insinuate race would have anything to do. <laughs> when we dance on the table, when we shine shoes, when we smile at you. 
think does that hard, I'm gonna have a hard time not using that against some that, sort of authority figure. That life. Bernie Mac boy is a lip smile at you. Yeah, he he, he definitely like I don't. He kind of pro, I guess propered up his voice throughout that whole movie, but then when it came to that scene, that was that was vintage Bernie <laughs> Mac coming out right there in that scene. I hate black pepper. <laughs> I hate black pepper. <laughs> hate my gums because they black. Steve, are you ready? No, Steve's not ready. <laughs> Taco, go ahead. Hollywood heavy hitters in heist movie. Fun. <laughs> 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 to the point. That wasn't me fake laughing. That was me making the H sound for your alliteration. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Steve, you ready? Sure. Uh, was it big cast, bigger heist, lots of fun? Threat of death means nothing to 160 mil. Goddamn right. There you go. Those are my two. Badass from the uh, explosion. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Chris. Uh, I just have one. Danny Ocean doesn't employ Latin American thieves. I thought Ooh. the lack. <laughs> I thought the lack of <laughs> Spanish thieves on this crew was disagreeable. What are you talking about? He hired Ramon Escalante. Yeah. Uh, an, alias. <laughs> an alias for a very black man. Ramon is from the Dominican. He's Dominican. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, they team up with uh, Andy Garcia's character. So, bam, they get a, they get a Latin. Yeah, they're just <laughs> robbing the... the... The Latin yeah. American. In, yeah. in, tw- yeah. in 12, they add a and woman. Then, and then he tries to rob them. Well, yeah. That's what we got. In don't, Ocean's, don't, Ocean's- don't trust them. Don't trust those Latins. They'll try to rob you in the end. <laughs> but he helped them. They should have to those Latin American cops from the bad boys. Surprise, he didn't flick out a, a no, butterfly knife and try to stab him. one of them. <laughs> those two, those two <laughs> racist-ass characters, not only were they racist caricatures they were also just racist characters yeah danny ocean doesn't like caramel topping on anything damn Boom, <laughs> fuck that dude Boom. apparently <laughs> uh taco go ahead already went deep out oh, deep out yeah i'm ready uh my first one is i got a couple my first one is uh one of my favorite lines that saul drops that is the sexiest thing i've ever seen Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when they're loading the money in, and, uh, leans over behind him. I love, I love because, yeah, Don Cheadle and uh, was it Bernie Mac and Livingston, they all just kind of yeah. smile when he says that. They don't react, they just have like that little, just like, he's right. Like, preach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next one successful heist in Vegas equals Claire Lune at the end of the movie. They're all just kind of starry eyed and we did it. Yeah, you know, they scoot off. Uh, Bellagio Fountains. Yeah, I hate that shit. I want to go see him. I've never been to Vegas. I want to go see him. I would like to go to Vegas as well. I went to Vegas and wanted to go to that and slept past when they stopped running the fountains. I was highly pissed. Oh, no. And then my last one, Danny Ocean steals back his horse. God. God. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I do not endorse. I do. <laughs> oh, I got a question. I got a question. Not about the horse. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. That's how did, a great one. 
how did the Malloy boys not get fucking identified? Because they they played like eighteen different characters Bro. that just kept coming. <laughs> they they did. Yeah, you know, come like back twenty seconds hat. later in like, something else. What I'm fucking yeah. saying, and they left costumes like all hat. over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah they did. I, I think it was because they didn't play any like you know. They didn't play like somebody that talked to Terry like Lyman Zerga or they didn't leave impressions. They played those small roles of just you see them for like two seconds and then they walk away. They were co- they were definitely co six man of the year. For yeah, sure. but every 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 day, hey, we need somebody to do this. You two. This. You two. Like, and then go change and then go do this instead. Like, the balloon boy. The balloon boy. Time to girl. talk to you two circus animals. Yeah. <laughs> when he left the key card, he was yelling. He called him a nincompoop. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Such an old timey thing oh, to see somebody. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they were great. They were great. You didn't come poop. Okay. Uh, Katie, I think your last one. Um. Okay. Saul's illness gave me anxiety whole time. <laughs> whole time. He dropped the good old oi. He dropped the good old oi on the way down. He was eating fucking whole Elka seltzers like they were Tic Tacs. No water. Goddamn movie. And I was concerned he was just gonna (laughs) fucking fall over and die the whole time. It was just ulcers. That's not gonna kill you. Yeah, when he was ziplining down, you just hear go, oi. (laughs) Well, that's because I figured that was because he was old. Yeah, that's because he's old. But no, his character the whole time was just, it was too much. Like, it was, it was well played, but it, because it wasn't just like for his character in the heist like it wasn't just the arms dealer that was having a heart attack like something was actually wrong with Saul (laughs) and (laughs) I was concerned especially when he would get like super sweaty like when he's getting ready to go down like the day of the heist he's like getting dressed and getting ready and he's just fucking like sweaty as shit and like popping (laughs) Alka-Seltzer But he was also that seasoned veteran that when it came down to it, he was going to perform because Daniel was like, you sure you want to do this? He's like, look, if you ever ask me that again, Daniel, (laughs) you will not wake up the next morning. Yeah, it was just, I was very anxious. Like, (laughs) yeah, I do like it was a lot when he's sitting there asking him, he's like, so we're just going to do all this and get past the armed guards and they're just going to let us walk them with all that money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And then Yeah. I'm telling you, George Clooney, man, charismatic. Got <laughs> motherfuckers out here. He's like, this is a suicide mission. I know, right? They're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> okay. They all, they all trust him. He was a seasoned vet himself. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. That whole time, I was like, this motherfucker gonna die. <laughs> First time I watched it, I was like, man, this motherfucker gonna die. But yeah. Good old Saul. Okay. So this movie came out December 7th, 2001. Damn, so long ago. Damn. Very 20, 20 years, man. Woo. I wonder, okay, did you read anything about, or if anyone know anything about, if they had to change this movie around due to 9-11? I didn't read anything about 9-11 changing stuff. No. I, yeah, I, was like, I didn't look into Probably that. affected the box office, but... Well, no, because I know a bunch of movies that came around, that came out right around that time, um, like modern movies that took place in modern times, changed a lot of the way that they presented things. Like a lot of movies that had to do with bombs and had to do with like hijacking. Oh, like a big trouble. I mean, it was like, released before 
that even happened. So no, it was already no this was December no, two thousand one. Oh, I thought you said September. I'm sorry. I thought you said September seventh. Oh no, December seventh. December seventh. So I'm surprised they didn't like. We're not surprised, I guess, because this movie didn't really have anything bad. But yeah, like, if they had, anything to shame. but if it had started, like you know, there was a rewrite to the script. Like, oh, we're gonna do, it's gonna be like bombs that undo this, or you know, guns, or they're gonna have a plane crash or something crazy, and they just like t- decided to take it out because well, I know no. a bunch of different stuff. I mean, it would have been uh, way too. That's that would have been hard that's, to fit that's in. Less than, that's three months away. I don't think that would have they would have been able to make that change like that. Yeah. Yeah. They probably just said, fuck it, keep going, if they had something crazy in it. But like the movie Big Trouble, they pushed that back like what a year later or something. That movie's amazing. Tim yeah, Allen yeah. and the frog spraying shit in people's faces and seeing things. It's fucking with great. uh what's his it? Jason Lee is uh was it Jesus? Yeah, <laughs> Martha Stewart's face is on a dog barking. Not Frankie. Uh, was it Stevie? No, it was. Secure. So it. She's Ziggy, trying to take Iggy. my soul. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci losing his shit. <laughs> Just screaming. Big Trouble's fucking great. We'll watch that one day. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's but fun. they had a big old bomb on a plane. That movie did not happen. Uh, so. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for Ocean's Eleven was? Uh, Katie, eighty million. Eighty. Steve, uh, seventy. Seventy. Taku, sixty. Sixty. Uh, Deep Al. Uh, sixty-five. Hey, I like where your head's at. Wally. Uh, I'm with Katie. 80. Katie and Wally skipping down 80 lane. Greg. Fell asleep. And now I'm in. <laughs> what do you say? What do you he say? Said 80. Deep out uh, said you fell asleep. See, you ruined it anyway. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and I'm in. Ninety million dollars. You didn't look it up this time. Good job, Greg. Proud. Yeah, congratulations, Greg. Didn't look yeah. it up. <laughs> so, uh, you were even here last week, <laughs> Greg. You should have played a douchebag like you always do because the budget for this movie was eighty-five million. So, Katie and Wally, congratulations. I thought you were gonna say eighty-one, bro. I was waiting on it. <laughs> 80.1. I've been doing that lately. I've been doing that lately. Yeah. <laughs> last week. And we appreciate it. But you did it last week. I did. Oh, I? did you? I don't Look know. At you. I don't think I, I really Look don't think at I you. did. I don't think I did. No, I have no, I have no I clue. Somebody else did the, the, the one. I, I think I probably. did. Yeah, Deep Hell does. <laughs> I, I, I also do it. But. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so because you lost because you didn't. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve would have got it because I think Katie got the, the number right because he didn't go up just a little bit. Because you were like, Katie took my number. Fuck it. I ain't going to do it. I'm like, you should have did it. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think the box office for Ocean's Eleven was? Katie? 300 million. 300. Steve? Uh, 230. 230. Taco? 301 million dollars. Ooh. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> Deep out. Uh, 
the 305. You son of a bitch. Five dollars, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Wally. Uh, 400. $95. I think it did, think it did close <laughs> to a half a billion, but I don't want to get into the fours and fuck it up. 400, 400 million. Greggy. What do you got in your mouth right now? Oh, okay. And I bid $401 million. <laughs> the cough. I love the cough part. <laughs> I don't know when we did. And old prospector Greg wins. <laughs> the box office was $450 million. This movie made all the money. Uh, it, this was the height of half of these fucking people's yeah. careers. This, this is one of those movies where it's like, oh, Steve and Taco are in it? Fuck yeah, I'll watch it. What's it about? Whatever. Like, I'm gonna watch it. So it's just one of those, it's like you had all the right people in it. Uh, this happens a lot. They'll have movies where like 15 people are super famous and it's just like, eh. like what? Uh, not Gods and Monsters. What's that weird one? With uh, old, old dude from 300. They're supposed to be Egyptians. Oh, why are we talking about that fucking movie? I know. I'm just saying a movie <laughs> that had a lot of famous people in it and it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. 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 That Egyptian movie was duty. Yeah, Chad, Chadwick Boseman was in there. There's a lot of people in that movie. Wasn't yeah, Liam they, Neeson also in that one? No, he was no. in he was in Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Yeah. But they spent he a was, lot of money. That was, that was another one. That was Danny Houston, Liam Neeson, um uh was it Jack Courtney? Voldemort. Why am I forgetting his fucking name? Who? Voldemort. Of, oh, uh, uh, Isaacs. Ray Fines. Ray Fines. No, Ray Fines. Thank you, Katie. Isaacs is uh, Malfoy. Was that Jai Courtney? Was I muted because no. I said it? No, oh. it wasn't Jai Courtney. It was uh, <laughs> Sam Worthington. Yes, the oh, okay. poor man's Jai Courtney. Well, Jai Courtney is the poor man's just actor. He's trash. He's from Avatar, the Bill, highest Bill, grossing Bill, movie of all time. Uh, Bill Nighy. Get the fuck out of here after seven re releases in the theater. They, they loaded that thing. Well, up doesn't movie. matter. And Counts. I mean, yeah, let Endgame come out one more time. It's It'll gonna, blow Avatar out of the water. Hey, hey, you guys remember that movie? Here it is. Again. Hey, he didn't it say. Also it also held the title for 15 years. Yeah, he didn't say it was the best. He said it was the highest grossing. He just stated a fact. Or. 12 years, whatever, however long it was, but still, I mean, come on. Yeah. They have sex with people say Zoe, Zoe Saldana's been in both of them. Yeah. Boom. And also, Clue up Hollywood. She killing it. Clue up Hollywood. Avatar's great. Get over it. Yeah. Fern Gully in 3D. Does it matter? Last Samurai Last in 3D. <laughs> I love it. Dance with Wolves. Dance with Wolves with Aliens. I love it. I love all those movies too. Lutin you love dancing. You love dancing with wolves. Boo. Yeah, I actually do. I like it. It's good. It's, like it's a good movie. It, I mean, it's no Last Samurai. It it's is long, the Last it's Samurai. Long as, it's long as fuck, but it's a good movie. It's a good Look, movie. man, I love the movies where a white guy goes and then saves some other group <laughs> of indigenous <laughs> people. <Yes. laughs> he didn't yes. save them. They saved him. They Please saved say, him. I don't know if you saw Last Samurai, but Tom Cruise was. Oh the no! Last I, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about uh, Dance with Wolves. I was like, no, man, they saved him in that movie. Yeah, he, he, he becomes he shit out of luck without the without yeah. those Native. And he becomes the best samurai in a year. <laughs> he wasn't the best samurai. They never he, even implied geez. he was the hey, best hey, samurai. Hey, who's hey, the last hey, one? Hey, who's at the end? Who's at the end with yeah. Ken, Ken Watanabe? 
Who was there? Because he got you... shot the least. Not because look, he was an excellent samurai. He <laughs> <laughs> act like he was in the middle of the field deflecting bullets with his sword. They he made, got fucking shot and he just didn't the leader, die. They made him but, the leader. They didn't but, make him the leader. Yeah, he was con- never the leader. But yeah. Wally, yeah. Wally, 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 two things. One, he was the leader. And two, he was the best because he nobody, wasn't the leader ever nobody else point. was alive. Nobody they else was alive. So I'm not disagreeing with the, with the premise that you gave. I'm just saying that none of these things you're saying happened to happen. But what I'm saying is they did because if he's uh, if he's the only one that's still alive, he is default leader, default best. <laughs> default leader. So they didn't give it to him. He just he, didn't die. He, t- he took it. I, <laughs> thought he when took they, it. I thought when they had that massive battle at the end of the movie that he was like leading the charge or whatever. No, man. He was Matsunabe's no, right right hand man. He replaced that other Japanese guy that's in a lot of yeah. those movies. It's been a long time, okay? He did give them some strategy. For yeah. some of their and then, and then he was well, the you missing that, out, Greg, because it's a great one. He was Watch the one that showed up in front of the emperor with his sword, <laughs> and he's like, "How did how did he die? I'll tell you how he lived." Like, yeah, you t- Wow. Okay. Does anybody have anything else to say about Ocean's Eleven? I got yeah, a, I, I got a few things actually. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm gonna go first because mine is not really all that factual. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. like I like <laughs> Rusty's voice when he's playing as the SWAT because it's basically just Brad Pitt's voice from Inglorious Bastards. It was great. Yep. Now you can go, Greg. Sorry. Okay. So first is a question. When they were actually a couple of these are based around the recruiting portion of the film. So when when Rusty's talking to to Danny about what the, what what's gonna be required to pull this off. He says like stuff in code like Miss Daisy's in a in yeah, a Miss Gerald. Did anyone does anyone know what the, those actually meant? I figure Miss Daisy is like a driver. It was the two drivers. That's why I said we need two yeah, Miss Daisies. Two okay, Miss so what about the, what about the elephant Gerald? Elephant Gerald. Well, that I think that was Reuben is what it turned out to be, right? Because that was the last. He was like, we need one hell of a Reuben. I think it just means the money, the backer, but I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, some of those. Really yeah, those, some of those code words. I was like, "Damn, I I need to look that up." And then, oh, Otis, I thought you'd look them up. Yeah, I'll look it up right now. Katie's looking okay. it up. Next, while she's looking that up, Otis, another week of jazz trivia for you. I think you're gonna get this one. You are gonna get this one. When when they were watching the uh the Chinese acrobats, what were they playing? Fucking caravan, baby. Caravan. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, I found the list, Katie. A Boski is a reference to Ivan Boski, a stock trader famous for his involvement in insider trading. You could attach that to Lyman Zerga. Lyman Zerga would have been the Boski. Jim Brown uh, is a confrontation between Frank Hatton and Linus. That's what the Jim Brown is. A staged confrontation. Um, Why about Jim Brown, though? From 30 Dozen, right? Yeah. Uh, Miss Daisy references... Uh, the drivers for the SWAT trucks and everything else would have been Danny Rusty. Okay, uh, Jethro's are the Malloy brothers. Uh, Leon Spinks is the distraction in the form of the boxing match. That's what mm, they were looking at. The distraction, okay. what's going on while we're doing this? Uh, the Ella Fitzgerald is the idea to loop the tape of the robbery over Benedict's security system which is a reference to Ella Fitzgerald's voice apparently being able to... I don't know how that fits in. 
doesn't know if doesn't know if what he's uh, doesn't know if what he's being told is actually what's happening. So there was a thing that used to go around of Ella Fitzgerald, they a rumor that she could break glass with her voice, but nobody knew if it was true. Nobody ever saw it happening. That's what an Ella Fitzgerald is showing somebody something, and they don't know if it's actually happening or not. Oh, telling, giving them information. Okay, so the names are not people, but more scams. Scams. They are names well, of cons. That makes sense because cons. in the other movies they do similar thing they throw out random names and then they're like we, we don't have enough people or one of them they said was like well we don't have we can't train a cat that fast and we don't have enough people so <laughs> they don't explain what the con is they just throw out a name that makes sense okay okay yeah. billy right. martin is a reference to the yankees manager who was fired multiple times from the yankees giving someone a second chance martin oh. they gave the billy martin to the guy in oceans 13 oh no 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 they gave the billy martin to um yeah, Al Pacino. Remember, they gave him a second chance. Second chance. Who? Yeah, like give, give him the Billy Martin. He gets the Billy Martin, which is the second chance to do the right thing. A reference to Billy Martin, who got fired multiple times. So, so yeah, there. So is George Clooney in this one the Billy Martin since he was pulled off the job supposedly? They, well, the Billy Martin didn't come up to Ocean's Thirteen. They didn't use that oh, okay. until Ocean's Thirteen. But okay. all the ones you hear them use are references to cons themselves or parts of cons. Okay, like a piece of a con. Cool. All right. Thanks, I Internet. Just, I also just wanted to um, bring attention to my favorite line in the movie, ex- uh, besides anything uh, Bernie Mac says. Racka. No. Well, yeah. But <laughs> other than that scene, uh, what's his name? Topher in the poker game? Yeah. Yeah. All red. Yeah. All <laughs> red. What up, dog? <laughs> Yeah, and you just see you just see uh, Rusty put his hands over his head like, oh my god! <laughs> and then when he yeah. talks to the bartender, longest hour of my life, fellas, 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 all yeah, red, all red, <laughs> what up, dog? Yeah, longest hour of my life. I'm running away with your wife. Great. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> That's all I got. Good movie. Okay, watch it. The, yeah. Anybody have anything else to say? I want to punch you in the face. Oh, thank you. Do you have any more fun facts about this movie, Otis? Uh, no. Uh, my favorite fun fact is just everybody took less money because I don't know if they, they. I guess they had to believe that it would do good, but they just wanted to make sure that it was available and actually could happen. So that's awesome. I mean, these it. guys were all pretty well established at this point. Don Cheadle, Matt Damon. Brad Pitt, uh, George Clooney, Andy Garcia had all, they were all A-list actors, even Julia Roberts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was probably like one of those like, hey, we're all really successful on our own, but like imagine if we did a franchise together, how much fucking money that would make. Yeah, remember they trained that horse to play that whore in that movie? Damn. Yeah, uh, the Bernie Mac show debuted like a month later. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, Bernie Mac had himself a year. And the year prior was Kings of Comedy, and, and there's that scene where they're on the basketball court, and he's talking about, like, how come I can't get a show? Come on, America, give me a show. <laughs> oh. And then, lo and behold, Bernie Mac show happens. Oh, I know another fun fact. Uh, the role of Saul was actually going to be Danny Glover, but then he was doing uh-huh. the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh. That's the reason that uh, Luke Wilson couldn't be in it. They were doing ah, the Royal I, I would have liked to have seen. Both, both of the Wilsons are in that movie, by the way, Otis. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot actually, that, Owen. I'm kind of happy that it wasn't Danny Glover. He's crazy. 
I like yeah. the world. I love the world tennis balls, but he's crazy now. But yeah, he that was Danny old. was cool, but he's probably still crazy. Just like Mel Gibson, we love Mel Gibson and the Weapon. Luke he's still crazy. As opposed yeah. to Scott Con, but that's okay. What's Scott Con do to you? I Slap just you. don't care for him. That's all. Wife, <laughs> he was in some horror movie. He died. I know he died. He got cut in half or something. I've seen him die. What? He was in some oh, horror no, movie. I swear he's been in a horror movie. Scott Conn was? Yeah, I swear he's been in something. He was Tweeter, bro. From? Varsity <clears throat> Blues. Oh, I haven't uh, seen Varsity Blues. Oh, that's where he got cut in half? Tweeter, no! After the, after the fat guy, after Billy Bob got his like last concussion, did Scott Conn get cut in half? Bro, his brain was soft. <laughs> Twitter, no. John Boyd cut his ass up. <laughs> okay. God, so, if you have it's any other cool heist fun facts, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. <laughs> I'll tell you later. So, if this is your first episode, it's a great one. Sans me talking. Uh, it's a good movie. And my friends, we love talking and stuff. You've been here since the beginning. What up, Guido? Another episode. I fucked up. Crap. <laughs> but no, this is really fun. Uh, we have two love more you, ice movies. And then uh, I know I'm going to do, uh, Katie and I are going to do a few. But uh, I'm, I'm pumped. The one of them, the next two, one of them I haven't seen at all. So I'm very excited. And then one of them is one of my personal favorites. So I'm, I'm very excited. I think me and Steve really like this one. So I'm very what pumped for it. And after that, we're doing what sports next month, right? Sports month, yeah. Draft day, baby. Mighty Ducks month, yeah. Mighty Ducks month. Draft day month. What's wrong with you? Split screen month. Thank you. Look at us. We're already split. We're already split screen. Right. I just need. I just need Taco to walk off and then just end up in Steve's bubble. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, uh, the way mine set up, Taco would walk out of his around mine and into yours, Otis. Oh shit. I'd pay money to see that. I'm like, that man's a devil. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. Uh, we're getting down there. Some action movies coming up. Animated movies are going to be great because um, we're watching Five Goes West. So I'm very excited. There's some good movies out there. So I'm in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Bugger face. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, for Katie, for Steve, Taco, Greg, Wally, Deepal, uh, we love doing this, and we are the Spotlight, the series. We don't have a group name, actually. Spotlight series with the Spicy Boys. I thought we were, I thought we were the Spicy Boys. But I'm not a Spicy Boy. I'm a Spicy Boy. I'm a Spicy Boy. Why wouldn't you be a Spicy Boy? I always said, Welcome, I always say that they're the Spicy Boys. I've always said it like that. Oh, well, we're just Allentown Presents, then. That's fine. Yeah. Fine, be over there on your little island. Don't be part of the spicy yeah. boy. No, be a spicy boy. I'm a spicy boy. Nah, you fucking <laughs> just, <laughs> just damp, fucking bland boy. I don't know. Just rice. I'm <laughs> just rice. <laughs> just rice. No flavor, just there. Fr- Fresno guy. Yeah, Fresno <laughs> guy. I make food all right. It fills you up for a little bit. That's all I do. Yeah. Katie will be out of town presents. We'll be the Mellow the voice. Spice. You'll be, you'll be Fresno guy. Good job. Apparently, Shame. Allentown is an island. The defector. Yeah. yeah. Defector. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> okay. So, for everyone here, thank you so much for listening. We love doing this. 
and we'll see you soon in another heist movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Go bye. see Avatar. Go see Avatar. No. What are you talking about? The second one's coming out soon, right? I know. Shit. Yeah, 20, no, second one's been, been coming out soon for nine years. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, it's gonna be 20, fucking worth it. 